episode of Whiskey and Mash. Hi, I really need to work on fade out of that music. I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. And this is another episode of Whiskey and Mash. On this week's episode, we'll be talking about Season 3, Episode 3, Officer of the Day, and Season 3, Episode 4, Iron Guts Kelly. Iron Guts Kelly. Did you want to start us off with... Sure. Uh, We're going to start with Officer of the Day. Mm-hmm. And Frank is in charge while Henry's out of camp. Um I don't really know if it says where Henry is, but he's gone. No. So Frank's in charge. He does an inspection, which to me is hilarious because he really has no idea what he's doing. But Hawkeye is officer of the day, therefore the title of this episode, Officer mm-hmm. of the Day. And with officer of the day comes some responsibilities. He needs to check camp. He needs to, um, if someone's like needs a, a doctor for something he has to okay it um which comes up and it's quite hilarious mm-hmm. um but there's also a soldier that is from north korea and colonel flag comes and says that he needs to fix the soldier from north korea so that he can so that colonel flag can take him to shoot him or execute him um on the weekend Mm-hmm. And as you know from past episodes in Hawkeye's um, personality, that is not going over very well for Hawkeye or yeah. anyone. It shouldn't. But um, so that's that's the basic premise of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, like to start out just with Frank inspecting the troops at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very particular. In fact, he cites someone for having a heavy beard in a combo that zone yeah <laughs> and he calls him nutsy fagin which i guess is he cut he calls who nutsy fagin the oh no he calls clinger nutsy fagin because clinger's wearing earrings he did have on a uniform though yes he did he which was rather amazing sh- yeah he had high <laughs> heels and and earrings and fingernail polish but he did have the basic greens on so yeah. I, I was pretty impressed with that but um frank was saying that he needs to show up the next day in regular clothes and he called him a nazi fagin which we kind of looked up because mm-hmm. we had never heard that before and did yeah. you write down what that was yeah uh, apparently it's just like nuts loony berserk uh Somebody who can make those around them feel embarrassed or disgusted. So Yeah, so just a term that we had never heard before. And yeah, we thought that Frank used a very derisive uh, term for Klinger, and he didn't. He used Nutsy Fagin. Right. So, so yeah. It was a topic of discussion during the show. <laughs> yeah. um, one of the things that I love about this episode is it's another one of the times when Hawkeye goes off on one of his little rants. Mm-hmm. I love Hawkeye's rants when they tell him when he's officer of the day that he needs to carry a gun. Mm-hmm. And he goes on one of his, I will carry Grant, I will uh, carry... Uh, I'll carry Grant, I'll carry a tune, I'll carry on, carry over. 
Harry Carey. Harry, if you show me how. <laughs> you know, so I just love those little rants that he goes on. Mm-hmm. It's very his personality. Mm-hmm. Fun to listen to. Yeah. Actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I did love, there's a little bit of a subplot in here where uh, Klinger keeps trying to escape. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love those. Um, like, because you know, even in line, he said to Frank, I need some time away, sir. And uh, Frank, that was part of his whole reply was, I'm not giving you a pass. Are you crazy? But <laughs> then he's talking to Hawkeye because one of the guards brings Klinger in. <laughs> Klinger's wearing a nun's outfit. What are you trying to do to me, Klinger? You know, um, I'm trying to... I, I kept the line. I think I wrote it down. Um, something along the lines of, here we are. What are you looking for, Klinger, an all-night novena? What are you trying to do to me? While officer of the day, Captain Pierce did allow Harry Nunn to desert. <laughs> and just for people that don't know, a novena is a prayer that goes on either for nine days, nine hours, nine weeks. It's a prayer that happens with nine something <laughs> so yeah you know he's just making a reference mainly to the fact that Klinger is wearing a, a nun's outfit a nun's outfit <laughs> black and white and then a little bit later in the episode good in it I thought <laughs> I thought he made a pretty attractive nun and then a little bit later in the episode same guard brings Klinger in what did you do this time <laughs> trying to sneak out as a call girl sir <laughs> and Klinger's in this like shawl and carrying a purse this fairly gaudy Red, red, I want to say gold embroidered outfit with a little hat on. And (laughs) Hawkeye just looks at him and goes, Clinger, Clinger, where did your mother and I go wrong? (laughs) So that does play into it because, yeah, you know, Hawk and Trap um, are doing everything they can to keep Colonel Flagg from taking his patient. Right. Because they have this thing about preventing people from getting killed. So Hawkeye did mention to Klinger that he would look into a pass. Yeah. And he would try and get him some time in Seoul. Well, Colonel Flagg ended up getting his patient released. And so he signed him out, got an ambulance, and told the doctors to load his prisoner into the ambulance so he could take him to Seoul. And we see them carrying out, two corpsmen carrying out a stretcher with a sheet covering a patient with a head wound. And off, off of the stretcher drops something. Hawkeye picks it up, puts it back onto the stretcher. It's a purse. <laughs> so guess who they loaded on the stretcher? Pulls back the sheet, <laughs> Clinger winks at him. And he looks at Trap as the ambulance takes off. I promised him some time in Seoul. <laughs> The way that Colonel Flagg, though, got them to release the patient is because he kind of went... Oh, he threatened them. He went Colonel Flagg on their butts, you know? Yeah. He just got this look in his eye, this Uh fierce, and took out his gun and said, release him. Yeah. I've had enough of this. He's my prisoner, and I'm taking Taking him him. with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so that was pretty funny. Uh, the other little subplot uh, behind Hawkeye being officer of the day, a lot of local indigenous personnel would come in seeking medical aid, and they would have to present ID so that they could, you know, 
get their particulars. And um, as Hawkeye's giving his report to Radar, who's dictating it, at the end of the episode, they treated and uh, signed out five Kim Lux. <laughs> One being female. Yeah. A record that he hopes will stand for some time. <laughs> Another subplot that was hilarious was um, Trapper was getting a suit made. And he decided to go with the pinstripe suit. And the um, tailor, who was a very good tailor, by the way, mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll bring that up later, but mm -hmm. had two young sons. Mm -hmm. And his young sons just loved to shoplift or... Uh, Five-finger discount. Five-finger discount. Kleptos. Um, Hawkeye said, okay, empty. And out of their sleeves came everything from... From the swamp. From the yes. Anything that was small and of value. And then Radar was missing his precious teddy bear. So mm -hmm. they knew exactly who to go to. And they did, did get it back. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to tell about the... The suit. Tailoring. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Trapper's getting measured up. And like uh, Gloria said, Guy was a fantastic tailor. So at the end of the episode, uh, as Hawkeye is dictating his report, Trapper pokes his head into uh, Henry's office, which is where Hawkeye and Radar are doing the report. And says, you guys want to see the suit? Comes in. It's a pinstripe suit. <laughs> it's so good. <gasps> but the stripes are going the wrong way. <laughs> Horizontal instead yeah. of vertical. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you know, the whole purpose is... To slim you. Yeah. <laughs> Horizontal. Not so slimming when they're going horizontally. <laughs> it was say. made well, though. It was I made mean, well. It, it was mm -hmm. fit great. Just the stripes were going the wrong way. So yeah. you just have to watch this episode to see mm -hmm. the suit alone because it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I just want to... One quote that I really loved out of this episode, and it's when Colonel Flagg walks into the mess tent... Uh, where Hawkeye is getting some coffee. He walks in with uh, Frank and Margaret and Trapper's in tow. And um, Trapper says he got him up. Hawk, he found him. And, you know, Colonel Flay brought in the two majors because he oh, said, okay. I'll go and I'll just How's go and it? get Major Burns. And Hawkeye said back to Trap, I bet he found, I bet. Hey, he, Colonel Flagg, found him, Major Burns, double parked in an erogenous zone. It was just some, just some. cute wordplay that I thought was great that I had to point out. Um, but yeah, it was it was an interesting episode. It's uh, one of those fun to watch because mm -hmm. there's so many things going on. Yeah. And but it also. You know, because you have this really deep subject. I'm sorry. They wanted to fix up this young gentleman who I think Hawkeye looked at and said something about him being 16 or, you know, young. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, to hide that message in the humor mm -hmm. was the only way you can get through. Because to think of the of this poor young man fixing him up, Colonel Flagg actually shot him. Yeah. Because we he stopped. was running away. We stopped. He jumped out, tried to run away, so I put a few in him. So they, he shot him, was bringing him to the hospital to get him fixed up so he could shoot him again. Mm -hmm. So it's this sick... It, it's got to be sick to look another human being in the, in the eye and ha feel that you need to shoot them. I don't care. It 
current yeah I mean Colonel Flag is an interesting case and like if you really break it down I'm sure he's trying to act in accordance with his own set of rules like because of what he has to do mm-hmm but yeah it is a little nutso that it's like I shot him patch him up so I can kill him kill him right I mean why didn't he just do it there is yeah. it the fear that you're looking for like the fear in their eyes what no. is it that he's looking for? Or was he looking for just that's when he's supposed to be executed? I think that. Again, I think he's operating on his own set of rules, and his own set of rules say, you know, if you're going to execute him, it has to be... In the particular spot at the particular time. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he was But I don't think he looks at other people as human. Like, mm. he can't, because... Well... He, he's an interesting guy. I'm sure he didn't have... I'm sure that were Colonel Flagg a real human, he did not have a fun time readjusting to civilian life. Oh, I'm sure not. But, you know, in a future episode... We, if he made it to civilian life. Oh, I'm he sure he did. jumped out oh. of a plane or something. Yeah, but only after he ordered it to crash. So I'm <laughs> sure he survived. Um, in a future episode, we hear... I think it's Hawkeye say something about why don't you ever laugh? And he makes a comment... I trained myself not to. I watched the Three Stooges and jabbed myself with a cattle prod every time I felt like laughing. Oh, my God. Well, I think it was Colonel Potter, because then the Colonel makes the comment, that'll do it. <laughs> so, yes, Colonel Flagg is a very interesting person, so I do not want to crawl into that mind and truly figure him out. No, we should have had candy here for this one. I, I would be a. <laughs> Afraid of what I would find. Well, we can we can bring her on for a future episode of Colonel Flag. He pops up plenty oh, of other times. Yes, but. he does. Woo! Yeah, two other quotes that I really enjoyed that I just saw. I wrote down um, when when uh, Frank comes into the swamp to get Hawkeye up to give him officer of the day. He finally rouses him, and Hawkeye looks over at Trapper. <laughs> Trapper gives him a martini to start the day with because what better way? And Hawkeye says, my kidneys were expecting orange juice. Silly kidneys. Silly kidneys. Yeah. And then the other thing, going all the way back to the beginning of the episode, when Frank is trying to tell the camp that, you know, if you have anything you ever want to tell me, you, you can. I'm approachable. Or you can tell the major because and this is the quote talking to the major is the same as talking to me as we are intimate at all times <laughs> oh how frank's mind works another, inter <laughs> another interesting I, I swear that in one of these episodes somebody makes a comment do you listen to what you say <laughs> so anything else about officer of the day oh no it's just a fun episode it because is. there's so much going on mm-hmm but I, I think the so much is hiding the importance. Of, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, like I say, one of the reasons I wanted to do this was to find those little social messages in each of the episodes and just kind of bring them out. And I do think that, this you know, is... like you say, there is that in this episode with the whole, um, you know, every life is worthwhile and the fact that he... Unless it's not. Unless it's not. <laughs> 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 you know, which kind of goes to something I was going on at length about last week. Um, you have to vilify the enemy, but Colonel Flagg just 
Yeah. So is he a, a good guy? Level. Is he a bad guy? You know where is he? Where, a, is, is he a he bad a guy in a good situation? A good guy, guy in a bad, bad situation? situation? Uh, yeah, that's debatable. Who is Colonel Flag? Let oh, us know what you think. He, he doesn't even know. Who he I is. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, season three, episode four, Iron Guts Got. Kelly. Um, in this episode, apparently we see a lieutenant. General, Lieutenant General Iron Guts Kelly, come to the 4077th. Um, he's in charge of a lot of troops. I didn't catch exactly, you know, which size of troops, like if it was a battalion, a brigade, whatever. But as a three-star general, he would have been pretty far up there. Um, and his aide, basically, because his aide was speaking first to Colonel Blake, and was basically saying... The general wanted to come up here and congratulate everyone in person because of the exemplary record that this unit has for patching up his troops. And um, so he's spending some time at MASH. And pretty quickly during that, they end up at the officers' club and the majors come in because, you know, Frank is a hero worshiper and Margaret just likes generals. Speed, <laughs> speed. She, yeah, she was. I, all, that's my main quote. She was. I loved watching her eyes. Yeah, she <laughs> was all done up, and um, and we very quickly understand what's going on here, because like Frank wants a picture with the general, and so Margaret gets in there with the general, and Frank is taking a picture, and Margaret is smiling, and she says, "The handle of your pistol is digging into my thigh," and the general says. Lucky, lucky pistol lu yeah <laughs> lucky gun and margaret just smiles and then they're looking at each other and the general says to his aide colonel why don't you take the major and see have him give you a overview of the camp see if the motor pool and uh, make it last pertains. at least two hours yeah two <laughs> or three hours at least yes sir and Colonel Blake offers to show the general to the VIP tent, and he says, that won't be necessary, Carl. That was very Thank good. You. That's how he spoke. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh. I'm impressed. So, yeah. So uh, it's very clear that he and Margaret are going to get to know each other better. Talk military action in her tent. Yes. Lots, lots of military action. And the next thing we see is Margaret busting into the swamp in a panic, waking up Hawkeye and Trapper. And so they come back to her tent and find a dead general in her bunk. It's funny, though, when she was in need, yeah. she went to Hawkeye and Trapper. Like, mm -hmm. she didn't go to her nurses. Yeah. She didn't go to Frank. Radar. She oh, didn't yeah. go to Frank. She didn't go to the colonel. Mm -hmm. She knew who would actually help her in a situation like this. I agree. I, oh. I found that very interesting. And this isn't the only time she does it. Right. You know, we see it sparingly, but it's always... I agree. She yeah. knows exactly who will help in the camp. Because as much as they goof around and pick on people, mm -hmm. they are good guys. They'll yeah. be there. Mm -hmm. They got your back. Yeah. And Margaret knows that. Yeah. Frank so, doesn't so much have your back. No, no, he'll stab you in it, but he really doesn't have it. But yeah, we see uh, them examining the general, and Trapper says, must have been a massive MI. 
Later, we hear him mention to the colonel myocardial infarction, a heart attack. The general died of a heart attack. And uh, the, the rest of the plot is really this whole to-do about the, the general's aide, uh, Colonel, I don't know his name, I didn't look, I apologize. Um, I'm sure he had a name. Yeah. But trying to arrange for General Iron Guts Kelly to die in battle. So he's having radar call around to different units in the area to see where there's fighting going on. So in the meantime, Igor and some of his buddies were having a party with some local floozies. Well, then Hawkeye and Trapper load the general's body into an ambulance. Which was requested by the, the, colonel. uh, the colonel's yep. assistant. Only, or, or the, the general's, general's assistant, assistant. The colonel. Only because um, they refused to sign a death warrant saying that he died yeah. in battle. So yeah. they, they're going to bring him to a battle. Yeah, yeah. He said, you know, can you at least carry him for me? He's too heavy for me to lift alone. Right. So they did that, and then he was going to arrange for the... For the death at a battlefield. Yeah, so he's calling around, and he finds when he's going to drive the general up there. Well, the floozies get in the ambulance, the ambulance gets driven off, and then it overturns by an MP checkpoint while trying to avoid it. And so then the general's aide is in Radar's office. The colonel, Colonel Blake, comes in because the whole camp is hopping at this point because of all this activity with the floozies and the uh, Hawkeye and Trapper end up in the colonel's office. And the Colonel hears, Colonel Blake hears from the MPs that the flu, the Korean native, uh, native Koreans, Korean nationals, I'm trying to think of a better word than floozies, uh, are fine. <laughs> Ladies the, of the evening. But the general is dead. What? <laughs> Uh-oh, <laughs> says Hawkeye. So then the general's aide gets on the phone and says, put the general in a jeep, drive him up to the G sector. Radar says, but sir, there's no fighting there, just diarrhea. That's fine, get me the Air Force and the Navy. I'll arrange something. <laughs> so he then orders in airstrikes and naval bombardments for G sector so that the general can go out in a hail of gunfire. And um, Colonel Blake, overhearing all of this, turns to Hawkeye and Trapper and says, so... Is he talking about killing a general that's already Maybe dead? <laughs> yes, Henry. And then you hear the general's aide go, And rockets! Lots of rockets! <laughs> and, rockets and so then the episode ends. We see uh, Hawkeye and Trapper reading an edition of Stars and Stripes, listing how General Iron Guts Kelly died heroically in battle with his troops. Which brings to question, and my question that I wrote down is, yeah. what do you want your obituary to read? Mm. Do you want it to be facts? <laughs> this is what happened in my life. Mm. Or would you like it embellished? Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> you know? It, you know, touch on that. Do you, how do you want your, what do you want written in your obit? You, yeah. you still, if we're alive, and mm. which I'm guessing if you're listening, if you are, <laughs> Most you still have chance to create your obituary. Yeah. So when you're living your life, you mm -hmm. might want to think, mm -hmm. how do I want to live my life? What do you yeah. want to say? Do you want it to say, 
died of a um, heart attack in Margaret, Margaret's bed. <laughs> yeah. Or do you want to say by died in action? Or do you yeah. want to say giving to the poor? Or That's uh, a good point. Just saying yeah. what you wanted to say. Because, yeah, the, the, general, the general's aide does say to Hawkeye and Trapper, I have a pretty good idea of how the general died. Well, that's not how he's going to going die. To be, right. He's going he's to He's going to go out in an all-out, guns-blazing, mm. span, star-spangled blaze of glory! <laughs> and then Hawkeye says something to the effect of, not like, um, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and they further the point after the commercial break um something to you know what if we embellish this what does that do to the death of all the people who actually died in battle and the colonel said to hawkeye well he was willing to die in battle that's how he should have died in battle yes but he didn't he didn't (laughs) but that's what so how many obituaries do you read that well, mm-hmm. I think around here they're pretty basic, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know there there is that sort of undercurrent in especially Smash. the higher ups, so, yeah. Too, with... That that we get throughout the series where it's like embellishment going right. on a lot of it, a lot of it. Like mm-hmm. even the story when the reporter came in mm-hmm. and he wanted to make up stuff because the it Yankee wasn't interesting, right? Yeah. So uh, how what do we get in the news that is real? Mm-hmm. You know, I wish we could only get the real. Yeah, is would would it be interesting enough? I think so. Is reality reality, or is it what we make of it? Right, exactly. In this case, it was what we made of it. There was a story uh, about my son. His picture was in the Icona Times. I know that's not a huge paper or anything. It's just a small little town paper, but it said. It had a big picture of him on the front page, and it said, child's first time at the Environmental Center. Well, we used to live at the Environmental Center, so first of all, it wasn't his first time. But what fun would it have been if it was his eighth time at the Environmental Center? It wouldn't have been his greatest story. Yeah. And it was a whole story about his first mm-hmm. time at the Environmental Center, which it wasn't one word of it true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was yeah, fun, that... and I cut it out and hung oh, it yeah. up. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you know, that's kind of like uh, the the episode where it's the uh, village of Taidong, you know, the shelling of Taidong where... Oh, yes. Yeah, where initially Stars and Stripes published that it was hit by enemy fire and then... And it really was? No, it was us fire. and that whole deal where General Barker, no, not General Barker, not Clayton. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was the the taller, plumper one. Because Barker is the shorter... Yes. Like, um, I think, mustachioed general. And then we have um, another one who's taller, bald. And there's a third one that's a little more squat. And, well, he, he's taller, but he's a little bit more filled out. I can't remember. Anyway, point being, that's another time where, yeah, the truth was embellished. To make the army look better in that case, so. Um, Real life. How often does that happen? Hmm. Uh, other... Do we want to know the truth, or do we like our fake? 
I'm just trying to see if I can find out. Sure. While you're doing that, a couple of other things that I really enjoyed about this episode in the beginning when Henry uh, hears that the general's coming, he's polishing his desk and he's a little nervous, so he says, I'm going to have a drink. And Radar says, The smell, sir. And Henry's pouring <laughs> clear liquid and he says, I'll have vodka. There's no smell. So he downs it and then he calls Radar over and breathes in his face and says, what do you smell? And Radar says, bourbon. <laughs> ah, I shouldn't have had that before the vodka. So then Radar offers him some gum. He takes it. I can't chew gum in front of the general. And then the general comes in, so he ends up sticking it to one of his uh, fish, uh, fish lures, which was pretty cool. The other interesting thing, and I didn't quite catch this, but I'm pretty sure I remember it accurately, what the general tells his aid to do with Major Burns to get him out of the way was to see if the motor pool is set up according to the Femstat plan from the Pentagon. When I think it's uh, Colonel Blake who asks, what is that? The aide responds that it's a like Army Reserve plan to make used motor oil edible after 5,000 miles, something like that. It's very weird, and it, you know, hearing it, no matter what the actual quote was, you listen to it and you go, oh, yeah, yeah no, that's totally, that's that's totally just um, meant to keep Frank busy. Frank there's busy. there's yep. no way that would be implemented anywhere. So, anything else that you had from this episode? Well, the only other thing I have is just Margaret beaming, and I think we touched on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just can't get over the how much she beamed. Though. That they're just so good at what they do in yeah. these episodes. That mm-hmm. like her eyes were just lighting up. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had close-ups of Margaret and the general, and Margaret, you could you you, you could feel felt it, it in her yeah. eyes. Yes, Where I mean, it, was just, it just she touched was, me that much that I wrote it down twice. Yeah, you know? she was flirting with the camera hard yes. and you could feel it and it felt good <laughs> and uh, you know what? because she no. had the black sweater on <laughs> you know yeah there's it, definitely different margarets yeah no this was the this sensual the very sensual margaret <laughs> mm-hmm. collecting another general <laughs> i wonder how many she has under her belt oh more than I'm we more, think i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> so uh, but okay yeah, that's pretty much all I had. But the yeah. very good episodes. Yeah. A lot, lot of drama, but a lot of humor. Yeah, very humorous um, episode. You know, if right. if I were looking for episodes for MASH to just pick me up. Right. Two good ones. These would be two of them. Right. Because they're just, they're funny. And even the parts that are serious are, you know, they're clearly plot devices and they don't take themselves too seriously. Right. So it... It just moves the plot along, but it's still a funny episode overall. Both of them. So, right. Yeah. So, All right. Um, well, if you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can help support the podcast in general would be to uh, you know, subscribe to our podcast feed. You can find us on iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Just search for Whiskey and Mash. You can connect with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash whiskey and mash, or find us at our website, narclaninc, that's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C dot com, and you can navigate to the whiskey and mash page, where 
You can find raw MP3 versions of all the episodes. You can download those, put them onto an MP3 player, or just stream them from the website right there. You'll also find the other podcast from, uh, I guess what I'm kind of calling the Nar Narclan family of podcasts. Narclan clan? <laughs> Nar Narclan <laughs> family of podcasts. Sure, okay. yeah. Over there on the website, you know, explore those. There's a little short description. And again, with the other podcasts, you can also stream those right off of the webpage. So you can get a taste for those there as well. If you're interested in letting us know what you think about this episode or any episode, or letting us know that you listen to the podcast, which we would love to hear that you are a regular listener or a new listener or an old listener or whatever. Tell us what you're, you want your obit to say. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> um, find us on Facebook. Leave us a message on the page or just email the podcast whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com but with that I think we wish you a good week and uh, yeah we'll see you next time did you mention your podcast? they can find it okay <laughs> see ya to get them but I didn't really want to wear a gorilla costume yeah. or else I wanted to pick them up yeah Next week.